Hey everyone, welcome back. As I mentioned in my last episode, I have finally come to a conclusion with my quarter three review for 2023. This one's particularly particularly long, but you can find it on my website for the whole version, mapbest.net slash the platform slash quarter dash three dash two zero two three. I hope that you enjoy this and that you enjoy all the learnings that I took from quarter three as I found it was quite informative as it found me in Paris having a second wedding and a whole lot more. So to get started, the newness of a place always wears out. As I write this, I have now lived in Rio de Janeiro for a total of 16 months. Besides moving to Virginia for my undergraduate studies, this is the longest I've lived away from the place where I grew up, and it's the longest time I've lived outside of my home country. This experience has taught me the same lesson as the one I learned while traveling on my own through various countries in Europe and South America. Prioritize community, because the zeal of a place itself will wear off over time. Rio de Janeiro is a great test of this, as it is a city with immense beauty and culture to explore. As I explored and experienced more and more of the city, my reflections continuously led me to the revelation of the fraught nature of pursuing novelty. There will always be something new, even after you explore everything you set out to see in the first place. Instead of playing this game that doesn't lead to deeper satisfaction, we can step back and ask ourselves what is more sustainable to pursue and cultivate. Meaningful work, meaningful relationships, pursuing truth, learning about yourself and the world, self-development, These are a few good answers, which I've put into practice and had success with to date. You need conviction to make and take advantage of opportunities. Confidence is activation power. When you believe in what you're doing, why you're doing it, and your ability to do it, you're more likely to make life happen than to have life happen to you. A key part of that stems from self-respect. When an opportunity opens, People with self-respect and conviction do not question themselves into paralysis. Instead, they open themselves to the opportunity to see where it will take them. A crucial factor is not being paralyzed by opportunity. A crucial factor in not being paralyzed by opportunity is the belief that, even if they fail and it doesn't work out for some reason, they will learn something from it, pick themselves up, and be better off when the next door opens. Without this belief, it's much harder to seize an opportunity and make the most of it when it presents itself. Opportunities are temporary, so the time for doubt is limited. Conviction is the catalyst. Instead of holding people back, it propels them forward into action. The best athletes are not the best coaches by default. There is no denying that the best athletes, by definition, reach the pinnacle of performance which goes beyond the limits of their competitors. They attain the highest successes and receive great plaudits for it. And of course, their successes required hard work, discipline, dedication, and the finest execution to reach the top. Nevertheless, it's easy to forget just how good the 4th place, ninth place, and 16th place finishers are. They too are hardworking, disciplined, and dedicated along with possessing an equally fantastic know-how regarding their specific sports. So when we think about what it means to be a great coach, 
does it just mean the person who executed the best is a performer? Or does it mean something more complete, such as someone with great skills in communication and individual collaboration with others, a great work ethic with discipline and dedication, the technical skills that go into great execution, and tremendous awareness to understand what it looks and feels like to perform at an elite level, which they can then put into words? Many of the best athletes struggle to explain exactly how they achieve their success because they do not know how to put words to their their experiences. Many of the best athletes try to explain how to reach their level and are convinced by those explanations, despite them being false or misleading. For these reasons, I see coaching ability as a skill set which goes well beyond performance experience. And lastly for today, Protein and creatine intake can make a big difference in how we feel physically on a day-to-day basis if we are putting even medium-sized loads on our bodies. During this period of three months, I had two sets of weeks when my consistency of protein and creatine intake dropped. First was traveling to Paris for a conference in July, and second was receiving my family and friends here in Rio for our second wedding. Both of these periods left me feeling more sluggish and weak. My energy levels and ability to recover were significantly worse, without a disciplined intake of high protein at each meal and a daily dose of creatine. Although I was not strenuously lifting weights multiple times per week during these periods, I felt more fatigued than usual. I'm well aware that many other factors go into this, such as sleep, increased walking, adjusting to different types of mental stimulation, and the strain of travel. Nevertheless, I remain convinced by the role of protein and creatine intake which is also supported by lots of scientific research. So with that, I thank you for listening to this quick introduction to my quarter three review, and I will be back soon with more. As always, much love, and in the meantime, take care. Cheers.